Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1. Electric Ireland has been criticised this week for reducing its electricity costs by 10% and gas prices by 15% for small and medium businesses, but not for households. And the Minister for Enterprise, Simon Coveney, yesterday said the company should answer why they're reducing bills in this way. The Labour Party leader, Ivana Batchik, raised the issue in the Dáil, questioning why prices have not lowered for domestic users as well on the back of falling wholesale prices. Now, Neil Macdonald is Chief Executive of ISME, which represents small and medium businesses. And I'm also joined by Senator Marie Sherlock, Labour Party spokesperson on employment affairs. And thank you both for joining us. Neil Macdonald, can I start with you? You've heard the criticism, the questions asked of Electric Ireland. Why can't they lower their prices for everyone? Why focus solely on small and medium enterprises? What do you say to that? Well, we absolutely share the uh, the frustrations of consumers who who are having this uh, the the issue with high energy prices. Claire, um, unfortunately, it's not as simple as that. And I mean, I, I'm dealing with complaints at the minute from from businesses who are who are sending in like for like comparisons between bills, where where even in the case of their own consumer bill, it's lower than the price they're paying for their own business. Uh, they, you, you will have seen press reports in the last two weeks showing that both consumers and small businesses have been effectively subsidising the price paid for energy by large energy users, multinational companies. So uh, the frustrations of small business are absolutely the same frustrations as those of uh, domestic consumers. But I would just say, you know, the nature of contracts between consumers, between households and energy providers and businesses and energy providers are are quite different. Okay, Marie, is it a straightforward issue, though, in your opinion? If you can lower prices for businesses, then why not for everyone? Well, Claire, I think householders listening to the announcement yesterday would say, look, you know, great for businesses. We want to, you know, ensure that jobs are secured. We want to ensure that businesses don't go to the wall. But also households are looking at their, their own situation and seeing bills that have rocketed over the past 12 months. And I think it's a mistake to start pitting businesses against households here because at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's jobs which are in question. So so, so, so I think that the, the, the thing is, like, Serious questions have to be asked of Electric Ireland here. So rather than having a, an argument between workers and, and businesses, we need to ask Electric Ireland why they have chose, made this decision. Like, to be honest, it's six in the craw that, like, you know, that, that, that they are cherry-picking certain customers and not... Uh, you know, their business customers are not residential customers. And the reality is that we have seen wholesale price, gas prices, you know, down almost 20% uh, over the past 12 months. Mm -hmm. Like spot spot gas prices in January of this year were actually lower than what they were before um, Putin invaded Ukraine. Neil seems seems to to understand the logic of it. And maybe, Neil, if you could uh, expand on that a little bit for us. Why are business contracts different to the type of bills that we have to pay as consumers? Well, well, first of all, Claire, and conscious of the fact that I'm not speaking for any of the energy providers, but I mean, we have raised this issue directly with them and have been told that it's in the nature of the forward buying contracts that the, the uh, power suppliers, the energy suppliers are involved in, um, and they tend to pass that on more to, to small business. Uh, they're contracted to purchase for a, for a time ahead. Um, so they, should be, first, they, should, they con- should be first in the queue then when it comes to, to reductions in price. Is that what you're 
you're saying? Uh, well, that one would think so. I, I think, um, you know, I, I, I would share uh, Mary's concern that it, the, the prices seem to go up extremely quickly despite the forward purchasing environment when, when wholesale prices go up, but they t- seem to take a very long time to come down afterwards. So that's a, that's a concern that we share. And the reality is that Electric Ireland is a state-owned company. It's got 1.2 million residential customers. You know, other companies, energy companies, are looking to Electric Ireland in terms of what they're doing with regards to their pricing. And, you know, we have seen one small company, Pinergy, reducing their prices. But ultimately, there's a kind of a, a waiting game here from the other energy companies uh, looking to, I think, Electric Ireland to see where once they move and reduce their prices, because there are lower gas prices now and they should be lowering their prices, then I think we will see general movement in the market. So ultimately, there is a, I think there is a moral responsibility, there's an economic responsibility on the part of a state-owned company, Electric Ireland, to ensure that they actually pass those price reductions on, that they are now enjoying. And, and, I, and I think ultimately, households, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing now figures, we saw figures from... Yes, see, so over the last fortnight, I know St. Vincent de Paul have a, a conference today, and I know when I'm talking to my St. Vincent de Paul locally, they're talking about the absolute hardship that people are going through. And I, I see I'm meeting householders on a daily basis, and they're yeah. talking about oh. how difficult it is. So we so, need so, to see that leadership from Electric Ireland, the largest player in the market. Well, Leo Varker said, didn't he, that, that it, when it comes to asking uh, providers to reduce prices, that's not going to be a polite ask. And he referred to the windfall tax which is under consideration to help people with their utility bills. Are you, Marie Sherlock, in favour of the state taking more action in this area? Well, of course. Well, like as a state-owned company, I think you know the state does need to ask Electric Ireland those 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 questions that I've set out. You know, we have also been on the record that, like, as in about thirty percent of our gas supply comes from the carb gas fields, and and we do need to look at a temporary nationalisation of that field to ensure that you know that, that we have cheaper gas prices for householders. The reality is that you know everything needs to be looked at with regards to making life a bit easier for householders and we know that those householders that were already you know finding it very difficult yeah. lone parents older householders and, and, and particularly older household, householders don't tend to, to change energy providers so they're kind of locked in to the prices that any that you know that electric well, Ireland speaking of, offer of them. being locked in I mean Neil made the point that businesses are locked in to prices with the energy providers and he said because they're paying in many cases higher costs they should be first in the queue for reductions. Well, well, I, I think now it's, it's it, you know, it's a very broad statement with regards to businesses. Like, obviously, if you're a major manufacturing facility, you've got uh, a very, you know, a, a very complicated, I suppose, sophisticated uh, energy pricing uh, system relative to, you know, a, a grocery shop or or somebody who's, who's running a normal retail shop. And I think the thing is, we just have to be careful here that we don't um, oversimplify things. Like, the reality is that, like, as in, you know, businesses and Householders need to be looked at together with regards to price reductions by by Electric Ireland. Neil, is, that, said, is that what you're doing? You're, you're, you're over oversimplifying this now. Oh, not at all, uh, Claire. And actually, I'd agree with what Marie has just said. I, I think it's a matter of great concern, not just for consumers, but businesses. Uh, the fact that Ireland uh, last year overtook Denmark as the single most uh, expensive country in Europe for consumer prices. Mm-hmm. So this hurts all of us and it, it drives inflation, it drives wage, wage expectation. So it's actually in all our interest that not just business energy costs,
costs, but consumer energy costs are as competitive as they possibly can be. And we don't see that in the current energy market. Do you have any concerns around this proposed windfall tax, Neil, that it could have unintended consequences, that the end user ultimately will end up paying for that? Well, you know, I certainly wouldn't involve ourselves in a discussion on, you know, whether the government should intervene in terms of a windfall tax or any form of taxation that singles out individual providers. It's also a fact that most of our energy providers are actually purchasing the raw product in terms of gas or coal or oil that they use to produce electricity. So the actual prime generators of energy in this country are relatively few. But what we want to see is is competition in the market. We want to see uh, the providers reacting to the falls in wholesale energy prices far more quickly. Does your hands-off approach extend to the government not intervening in any way and not asking the energy companies to reduce their prices? Oh, no, absolutely not. I think that it is perfectly right and proper for the government to intervene and to say, you know, we we need to see consumers reaping the benefits of lower wholesale prices. I thought you right wanted the, the, the market to, to control it. Well, you know, if we don't have adequate competition in the market, and that's our concern, we, you can already see it, for example, Claire, you know, you know, as a result of successive go- government interventions in banking, for example, we only have 2.1 banks now. Consumers don't have any choice in retail banking. That's the last thing we would like to see happen in the energy market. Could that happen, Marie? Well, look, I, I, I think there are a number of companies, obviously, in the energy market at the moment, like is in competition is, is absolutely vital to ensure that, uh, I suppose, if I can put it, manners are kept on, on particularly the biggest of companies. Um, uh, but, 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 but I, I, I like, is in ultimately, you know, and I agree with Neil on this, like, is in, you know, if, if we have lower consumer energy prices, um, our, our energy prices for households, then ultimately that means more money in people's back pockets that they can spend in their communities, in their local economies. Okay. So, like, ultimately we, we, we do need to ensure that there is um, competition in the market. I don't think that there's any fear that uh, we're going to see a reduction in competition at this point in time. But, but, but I think what is very relevant now is that because we've got one big beast in the market, Electric Ireland, with, you know, a, a, a very large, you know, well over 50% of, of, of customers, of households sold customers, then there, you know, there is no doubt that every other energy company is looking to what okay. Electric Ireland is going to do with regards to reducing uh, household prices. No. And, we need, and, we're, and I suppose the clear call has to be from government to Electric Ireland to step up to the plate and pass on the savings that they are now reaping um, uh, because right. of the, you know, the falls in, in, in the wholesale gas price Neil, Neil, separately, ISME is before the Oireachtas Committee on Enterprise today, this morning, in fact, along with other representative groups on the challenges uh, facing enterprise and housing will be a key issue there. So tell us how big a problem housing is at the moment in terms of finding staff. It's an absolutely massive issue, Claire. Um, you know, we, we see now among um, people looking for jobs that actually the, the affordability and availability of local housing is, for, for most workers, is as important, if not more important, than the salary on offer. You know, I've, I've experienced in, in uh, personal experience in a, in a local school of a teacher who gave up uh, a job on the same day he started uh, in Dublin 
Dublin to take a job down in the Midlands simply because of the differential in rent prices. So this is a material issue, not just for small businesses. It's across the board. We have thousands of employers who are now housing tens of thousands of employees because they can't pay them enough money to afford local rents and we really need to get a handle on this. This is probably the single most uh, corrosive issue in society at the moment, the availability of affordable housing and we need to get it sorted really quickly. Marie, what could the Labour Party offer those businesses in terms of a solution to that massive problem? Well, I, I, look, I very much welcome that Ismi are, are, are saying this. And, you know, I think we, we said previously, like, isn't, you know, we welcome all business groups saying that housing is the number one issue because we're certainly hearing that from, from local businesses in our own community and on, and on the doorstep. Um, albeit it is belated because I suppose the, the, the key issue is, you know, this comes down to how the state actually, you know, funds housing. And, uh, you know, we, we can't have an argument about cutting taxes and, and, and uh, you know, employers wanting to cut taxes and then saying well actually we have you know we simply don't have enough housing we have to look at actually how you know collectively between employers and and trade unions and and, and the political system how actually the state funds housing and 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 and, and i think employers have been found watching in that space if i could say that over the last number of years but look i think the important thing is that you know there is a very clear call now right across both, you know, uh, worker representatives, employers, and and and, and, across, and across the political system, that like is in that the state needs to do an awful lot so, more. So, if you're saying to Neil, if you want more houses, you have to pay more tax, Neil. Well, 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 you know, it's not precisely about paying more tax, but every time there has been, you know, like there's been a lot of beating of the drum about like is in cutting tax over the years and no vision as to how the state actually provides services. Because, you know, yes, housing is the number one issue, but childcare is the number one issue as well. And Neil knows from his members that like is in, you know, so particularly women in particular having to cut back their hours or indeed leave their jobs because simply there is no childcare. So I suppose the key issue here is like how do employers see, you know, have a vision for the state and how the state actually provides and, and and ensures that there's adequate provision of housing, of affordable childcare, and all the things that workers need to, uh, to, to Neil, get on Neil, with their life. Neil, your response to that? Oh, I, I, I actually agree with uh, most of what Mary says, but I, I, I think the notion that we're anti-tax is quite bogus. In fact, we're, we're, we're the only uh, trade association that's actually looking to increase personal taxes by looking for the imposition of a 3% solidarity uh, USC charge on all workers uh, earning over €100,000. Uh, Mary will have seen that in, the, in our pre-budget submissions for the last two years, but complete silence, both from, from government parties and opposition parties on it. So I, I don't know where the notion that we're anti-tax is coming from, but we're in favour of sensible levels of taxation. Neil Macdonald from ISMI and Senator Marie Sherlock from the Labour Party. Thank you both for joining us this morning. Email today's CB at rte.ie.